Hello, welcome to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. Just come to you on another day with uh, with just a nugget that God has bestowed upon us and just want to um, share with you. Matthew, the sixth chapter, 33rd verse says, more than anything else, put God's work first and do what he wants. And of the other things will be yours as well. That comes from the common English version, but we'll look at it in IV as well, where it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And, uh, what we're being told here is despite what our desires are, despite what our intentions, goals, resolutions are, you know, we are to first seek God and, uh, and seeking God means seeking his will for our lives. You know, second Corinthians, first Corinthians, uh, 12 chapter talks about, you know, one body, but many parts and talks alludes to the fact that the hand cannot be the foot or the eye cannot be the knee. You know, so are we in Christ. You know, none of us can be the other one. God has a purpose for each and every one of us and no one else can live out our purpose and we can't live out anyone else's purpose. Now, that doesn't mean that God's will can't be done with or without us. God can use whoever he wants to use or create whatever circumstances he wants because God has unlimited power. He is the creator of all that exists. But with that being said, one thing we're being seen and one thing we're, excuse me, one thing we're being shown and one thing we're being told is the fact that God comes first. And uh, if our if God does not come first, then we're out of order. We're out of balance. And God will God will always operate, but God will not operate out of order. He won't operate out of balance. And so while we may achieve success, what seems like success or, you know, but is if it's not of God, it's not lasting. It's it's not built on a solid foundation. It's not built upon the rock, which means some point in time it will falter. It will fail. And, uh, and we will find that, um, whatever we had placed our faith in, um, it's not worthy of it, of our faith. God is truly worthy of our faith and we must spend time with him. We must embrace his word. We must learn him. We must, um, seek him and we must learn to enjoy him because that's what God calls us to do. With that being said, he also says all other things will be added to us. Those other things can, you know, things that we're anxious about, things we're nervous about, the blessings we want to see, the goals we want to reach, the success we want to reach. All those are available to us and God will allow us to have them, to enjoy them, to be blessed with them. If we have our relationships in balance, if we're doing his work and his will. And the, the, the crazy thing is sometimes when we're doing God's work and God's will, we find ourselves so filled that our perspective changes to an extent. And some of the things that we thought we want, needed, and desired, we find out that that's no longer the case. But despite it all, you know, we can have blessings and we can have things. We can, well, I mean, we can, we can even have material things if, if that's a goal of ours, but it has to be in the right context. And the thing is, we have to put God first. It's hard in the midst of having um, spouses, loved ones, family, kids, career, whatever. It's hard putting God first because we wake up on a daily basis and, you know, whether we whether we own a business or whether we're doing a nine to five or whether we're in college or whether we're just a kid. Some of the other things come to our minds first, but we're called to place God first. So what we must do is be mindful 
of carving out time for God. Even if it's when we first wake up before we do anything, before we check an app or before we respond to a message or, you know, before we get up and go brush our teeth or before we go put on, you know, get a couple of minutes early and just, you know, be in the midst of God. Even if it's just in your mind, even if it's just silent, you know, God is present. And, uh, and, and we need to be in God's presence because we will face battles, we will face trials, we will face tribulations. And one thing we must be mindful of is the fact that, um, you know, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against spirits of spirits and principalities of evil. Well, guys, um, while we have a spirit, we while we have a spirit, we don't totally operate in this. We don't we don't operate in the spiritual realm totally. We, we operate in a more physical realm and so forth. But, but, you know, we do, God did bless us with the Holy spirit, which is here with help us. And we have authority and we have dominion because of it. But with that being said, you know, we are not necessarily aware of all of the forces of evil that exist. And with that being said, God is so important. It is so important. We turn battles over to God. It's so important that you know, we repent, we confess, we accept, we believe because with that becomes authority and power, even though our spiritual places like the enemy, Satan, Satan knows God's already won. Satan knows Jesus has already defeated every, already has the victory. Satan knows this. Satan's not trying to beat God. Satan's trying to keep us from God. Satan is trying to hinder us from stepping into God's glory for carrying out God's will for carrying out God. Satan's trying to defeat us. But the biggest thing is if we turn to God, if our relationship is right with God, if our relationship's in order, if we constantly bind things up, you know, that we face, if we step into our authority that God has given us, you know, we defeat Satan. We can rebuke him, you know? Um, and the biggest thing is, but, since Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, we don't necessarily understand what angle to deal with Satan at, but God does. We don't necessarily understand what his, the depth or the level of complexity of what Satan has put into place, but Jesus does. And that's why God gave us Jesus. Sin was defeated on that day at Calvary when Jesus died upon the cross. Mm. When Jesus died upon the cross that day and he got up and he, he walked, not only walked amongst the earth, but he ascended, you know, and whether it was his walk to Emmaus or feeding, you know, having a conversation with Peter as, you know, he fed or as, as he came into the room where the brothers were after Acts or as he revealed himself to Mary and Martha or as he, you know, left the Holy, told him the Holy Spirit will come upon them and, you know, in, in early Acts and left the Holy Spirit with them, regardless of whatever it is. Jesus had defeated death and he went to the right hand of God, the father. And he said, I am preparing a place for you. He will come back for us. And he has, I mean, he wills. He left us with the Holy spirit. We are not defenseless. We're all powerful. If we step into God, if we're seeking his kingdom first. If we're allowing God to handle, handle, handle situations. And for this, we're to say hallelujah for this. We're to be thankful for this. We are to just praise God eternally that he's got us. He's got us. God, the father would come to you at this point in time, just saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your kingdom, God, the father. And thank you for allowing us to come directly to you, God, to confess of our sins, to 
to repent, God, and to accept you. We just say thank you, hallelujah, God, for just bestowing blessings upon us, for grace, for mercy, God the Father, for undeserved favor. We say thank you, thank you, thank you, God. Thank you for the spirit that you put into us, God. For that, we say thank you. We say hallelujah. God, we just lift you up. and We just, we just, oh, God, 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 God. We just thank you for your hand that provides manna in all situations, in every situation. Not in your providing didn't stop in Israel. It didn't stop with David. It didn't stop with uh, Mary. It didn't stop with Peter. It didn't stop with Paul. It didn't stop, you know, at the beautiful gate. You know, it didn't stop. And it doesn't stop. It continues throughout eternity. And we say thank you. We say hallelujah. We say thank you for defeating <clears throat> all, all of the, um, all of the adversaries, God, and all the plans of the adversary. In your name we pray, man. Well, guys, it's been another podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And once again, be you, do you, stay you, take care. Bye.